Welcome to the Essential Oils and Herbal Apothecary. In each episode, we will highlight an essential oil or herb that may be used to optimize your health. Flip on your diffuser and bask in the beauty of aromatherapy and naturopathy. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory, and welcome back to another episode of the Female Holistic Health Apothecary. I hope you're doing well today. Today's my birthday. Wish me happy birthday. I am 47. I feel old. I thought in the year 2021, things would be so different when I was growing up listening to new wave music like Duran Duran and Culture Club. <laughs> 2021, we'll be on the moon. We'll have bases there and we'll be eating, you know, we'll have robot maids like in the Jetsons. But no, alas, it's pretty much the same world aside from more surveillance, more toxins in the food and touch screens which has led to screen addiction. And the preponderance of porn, unfortunately. Today, somewhat concomitantly connected to porn, is going to be sex. Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about, not you and me. We're talking about pregnancy and its complications when you are post 40. So when you are after the age of 38, you are considered, I think it's 38, having a geriatric womb or it's a geriatric pregnancy. And a lot of women get offended by this. And look, this, this topic kind of goes with what we talk about over at the awakened man, formerly holistic health news. I think a lot of women have been bought off by the lie of feminism growing up. You can have it all. Use your twenties, your peak beauty and SMV to date a bunch of men, ride the, you know what, carousel, the COCK carousel, just live life, travel, do your career, don't worry about having kids, you can do it in your 30s. And of course, the, the feminists and the sex positive women, they don't tell these women, oh, your fertility drops precipitously after 30, and certainly after 40. They don't tell them this. So you see this 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 group of women who it's their 30s thinking, okay, I'm going to marry now. And first of all, they don't understand sexual market value. The men that they want, the Christian grays from 30 Shades of Grey, don't want a 35-year-old career woman who is a, a type A personality. They're going to want the 24-year-old virginal or somewhat more virtuous, feminine, submissive, obedient kind woman. So these women who are 35 are struggling to find a, a, a mate. So sometimes they go for the beta provider because that's all they can get. That They're going to disrespect the beta provider because they're just mad at themselves for not being able to get Christian Grey because they don't understand sexual market value. Or if they're smart and 35, then they'll go older. They'll go for 50-year-old men, 45-year-old men who want younger women and uh, play into that dynamic, and maybe they'll get somebody. But lots of times you see these women struggling in 35 and, and 40. Like, I want to have a child, and they can't find a good quality man because they have an overinflated sexual market value. See, men don't care about what your job is. We're not wired for that. That's not a number one priority for us. Just like with women, it's security and provisioning. Of course, most women will deny this, but but for men, it's just beauty, youth, fertility, right? So if a man has the means, think of Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt isn't going to date a 50-year-old 50, 50 woman, someone age-appropriate, because he can get Nicole Podorowski or whatever, the 26-year-old uh, woman that he was dating for a little while. I mean, that's just the way of, of the world. But I feel bad for women who are childless who want to have children in their late 30s and in their 40s because a lot of them were career women. And they're like, I want to I get started with my career. I want to get all these credentials. 
and now they're wanting to get married and have children, and I think they have this stark realization that they might not have them at all. And the sad thing is like a career is great, the credentials, like a, a PhD is great, all these things. You, let's say you write books and articles are great, but ultimately you've essentially exterminated yourself by not having children. And I understand there's some of you don't want to have kids because you believe in the overpopulation of the earth and go to the, we have an Awakened Man episode I did about three years ago on that, which is a complete lie. We're not overpopulated. But you've essentially exterminated yourself, which is sad. It's sad. Because in 50 years, sure, maybe some some scientists will read an article that you did, but you'll have no one to remember you. And you're not going to continue your line. And I just, I feel my heart aches for women who were good intention, 22-year-olds, and just given the milieu that they're raised in with academia and the TV culture and seeing celebrities having babies at 46 and stuff like that, they fell for the feminist lie. Because the feminist lie is essentially the lie of the devil, right? It's, it's the glamour of evil and all these things. And and they fell for this lie, like, you can have it all. And this is what the devil says. You can do everything. You can have it all. Live it up. Live live the the Dorian Gray lifestyle, right? Just, just live it up in your 20s, sex and drugs and... You know, do your job and make money and all these things. And women just just haven't really done the education and to figure out, oh, my fertility is not that of a man. That's the thing about the sex positive movement. The sex positive movement will tell women, if men are sleeping around, you should too. But understand female fertility. Understand uh, the female psyche. The more sexual partners a woman has, the higher rate of depression she has high rate of eating disorders, higher rate of severe psychiatric problems, higher rate of divorce and infidelity. The pair bonding, right? the oxytocin, all these things, it's it's like a Band-Aid that you apply over and over and over. The adhesive doesn't stick as well uh, when, when a woman receives the man. It's, part, part of it is just the sexual act. The, the woman receives the essence of the man. And it's much more of an intimate act for women since they receive the seed. Whereas men, the studies show that it's not the case with men. And we kind of know this already. So I think I think the trad con or traditional conservative message of women keep your pants up and only sleep with very few men or not at all. Like in the old days, we did for centuries. Women wouldn't have sex till they got married, right? That made sense. Sex positive movement, radical feminism has destroyed that. And now we have a, an epidemic of thoughtery, just trashy women. And you see it on Instagram and all these... These women who have tattoos and just have no values. And look, not all women are like that. Of course, there are women who are still virtuous. But even the virtuous women look around because they want to get married. And they want to preferably marry the high sexual market value man. But they look around and they see these trashy, good-looking thoughts. And they put out on the first or second date. So the well-intentioned, virtuous woman... It's like, I don't feel comfortable sleeping with these men on the first or second date. But they are competing on one level with these women. And so they feel pressured to put out. And so they they feel pressured to do something they don't want to do. Either way. So let's talk about some misconceptions about pregnancy over 40 because this is one of the feminist lies, right? You can have it all. Start your career in your 20s and 30s, then have a family, which goes completely against sexual market value. If anything, get your degree in something lucrative in your 20s, then start Breeding, get married in your 20s to an older man who's like 33 when you're 23, when you're at your peak fertility, have your kids in your 30s or in your 20s, and then 
once they're in elementary school, then you can start your career and you'll have an unbroken line of working from like 30 to 65. This is one of the reasons why there's a gender pay gap. It's not because men hate women, right? This is the typical like critical racist gender theory nonsense they have out there. No, it's because women leave the workforce all the time for kids. So doing it where you work 15 years and then you leave the workforce for 10 years and then come back is 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 not smart. Because it goes against your fertility, it goes against your own personal sexual market value because men like younger younger women. And it's not good for your career. So why are you doing it that way? All right. Pregnancy for women over 40. You have a 5% chance of getting pregnant. Now, you don't want to hear this. Some women don't want to hear this. No, but Gina Davis, the actress, had a baby at 46. And this for Naomi Watts had a kid. Yeah, okay. Well, they had reproductive technology. Maybe they froze their eggs or maybe they were just, they just be, they're lucky and they got fertile and they were had the kids at 44. But most of them were on Clomid. And these other fertility drugs at the least. If not, they did IVF or got a surrogate like like a lot of women do. But natural insemination, which is more effective than artificial. Once you hit 40, 5% chance you'll get pregnant in a given month. That's compared to 20% at age 30. Okay, so some people think, oh, it's like, oh, if I have sex, let's say you're 25. I have sex when I'm ovulating. I'm going to get pregnant immediately. No, I mean, pregnancy is still difficult. Even if you look at somebody who's 25 uh, 25% chance you get pregnant, one in four. But if you if you keep doing it every month, you know the, the chance of you getting pregnant within a year is very high. But when you're 40, you know you don't have as many eggs. The quality of the eggs are not as good, and so unfortunately, your chance of getting pregnant in a given month is five percent. Now you can find some stats that will say that you have a 50% chance of getting pregnant even over uh, once you hit 40. Uh, if you keep trying it. But I, I find those studies to be somewhat uh, incredulous, um, or at least I'm incredulous about those studies. Understand, women, and this really is an exhortation to you women who are 20, 25. Don't wait. 5% chance. If you really want to have those kids, 5% chance. Now, personally for me, I can tell you that I impregnated my, my ex-wife when she was 39 and 41, and she did not use any type of uh, assistance that sounds bad. Assistance, like other men came in. No, like in terms of um, drugs or in vitro, or anything like that. Uh, so she just happened to be lucky, or God blesses. I don't know what it is, but of course there's exceptions. But you need to know the statistic. The statistic is you have a five percent chance. Five percent chance. Understand that. Now, also, some people don't know this, but the age of the man also increases your chances of having infertility problems. So, I mean, you might have recently heard about Catherine McPhee. She was on uh, American Idol some years ago, and she married David Foster, the famous record producer, and he's like 75, and she's 30-something, and she just got pregnant. That could have happened naturally. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe uh, maybe Chad came in and <laughs> got her knocked up. Who knows in Hollywood? But the older the man, higher rate of autism, higher rate of schizophrenia. High rate of other issues as well. Now, this is much older men. This isn't necessarily men who are like in their 40s because, you know, you, women, you could say what you want. It, maybe it is unfair, but male fertility, of course, we know goes longer. You can sire or begot a child as a man in, in, much older than women can. So a 50-year-old man really doesn't have any problems to do it. But once over the age of 50, it does, uh, the man over the age of 50, it does increase your chances of chromosomal abnormalities. So just understand. So as it is with women, a 44-year-old woman using her own eggs has a 1 in 30 chance of having a Down syndrome kid, so 3%. And But when you're 25, it's only 1 in 1,000. 
It's only one in a thousand. So again, don't wait too long. And on a side note, Down syndrome, it bothers me because I'll, I I know that there's a lot of, do- not a lot, but there's doctors who will, a 40-year-old woman will get pregnant, someone who's not religious, right? And they'll be like, okay, you have a, She'll be like, what are the chances of my kid being uh, Down syndrome? Let's say it's a 38-year-old woman. And we'll be like, well, it's, you know, 4, 4% chance, decent chance. We can do an amniocentesis and find out, which are somewhat dangerous, poking the amniotic sac of the baby. Uh, or the, the doctor will in so many ways say, yeah, well, you could, if you're worried about a Down syndrome kid or a chromosomal problem kid, you can always have a smishmortion. And so you see, especially these more pro-choice, atheist kind of doctors kind of pushing abortion on these older ladies. And it's sad. It's sad. In the Catholic world and certainly other, I think, more strict religious communities, I mean, the the mothers and the fathers don't even ask for an amniocentesis. They're like, this is our child. We will love it and have it and bear it no matter what. The contemplation of aborting a child is, is not even in their mind. All right, so let's keep going here. So what are some of the common issues at 40 and higher? We already talked about your egg quality. Most of your eggs are dead. I think it's like 95% of your eggs are dead by age 30. Also, your chance of miscarriage goes up. It's about 40%. 40% chance of miscarrying if you have a kid over the age of 40. That's tough. So I, I, I always used to tell people, and I told my ex-wife this, tea break. Don't announce you're pregnant until you get through your first trimester because something like 90% of all miscarriages happen in the first trimester. So wait till 12 weeks. A lot of women you see will post on Instagram or whatever. I'm pregnant and they're like two weeks pregnant and then they miscarry and then they have to have that awkward post and awkward uh, talk with people. So I think it's much better to wait till at least 12 weeks. But certainly if you're over the age of 40, just understand you do have a chance of miscarriage. Just understand. Other issue you need to know about is, is perimenopause and menopause. So you, it would probably behoove you to ask your mom at what age she started to go through menopause. The average age is about 51 where you just stop making eggs and you stop making estrogen, progesterone, testosterone, and so forth. But perimenopause, when you start missing your periods here and there, can start in the 40s. So if your mother started menopause at 43, uh, there's a decent chance that you're going to start early as well. So again, you younger women, you need to ask these questions because if your mom's menopause started at 56, and that's happened. I had a colleague of mine, a former colleague, whose mom had four kids over the age of 45. I, I shit rock you not, okay? Now, some of you women are like, see, see, you can have a lot of kids over 40. Look, again, 5% chance, okay? There's always exceptions. But if you're perimenopausal, you're ovulating less, the egg qualities aren't as good, so the chance of conceiving are even less there. And of course, look, you can do reproductive technology like IVF, but IVF, first of all, is expensive. Each treatment is like $15,000, each treatment. It's not pleasant and comfortable for the woman. She's got to get doped up on drugs and shots and all these things. And the success rate isn't that great. You don't really hear about this. The success rate overall is not that great. So you could see these repro repro endocrinologists. I mean, it's kind of like on some levels the oncologists who prescribe uh, chemo who get a kickback. These 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 doctors would be like, well, yeah, in vitro, yeah, yeah. There's a decent chance it'll work. Or they take advantage of these desperate couples, and then these desperate couples just spend all of their savings, all of their money, uh, and never have a child, or they go bankrupt trying to have a child. 
It's sad. It's very sad. What else? You have a chance uh, when you're older. You have a higher higher rate of blood pressure problems, gestational diabetes, you know, preeclampsia, things like this. Now, of course, you do have some other options. You can use a surrogate. Uh, you can use the egg of a younger woman. I mean, there's even some some people, and I don't recommend this from a Catholic perspective, but kind of like what uh, Sarah in the Old Testament did with Abraham uh, when Sarah was infertile. She told Abraham to go uh, breed or mate. With uh, or lay, as I would say back then, with uh, his, her maid, Hagar. Uh, so you do see some couples with the woman's orders, like, look, just, uh, you know, impregnate my younger sister or some woman, and then at least the kid is half, you know, half our DNA. So what can you do to improve your chances? Let's say you're about to hit 40. So, of course, keep your weight down because obesity does affect your chance to get pregnant. There's excess estrogen, which you can throw off and lead to miscarriage. So, Good weight, exercise, but don't over-exercise. Keep your stress down. Make sure you're eating well. There's certain vitamins like vitamin D that you should be taking uh, that will, uh, I guess, optimize uh, your ovulation and, and your healthy eating. You know, Work on your microbiome. Stay away from toxins, acupuncture. All these things certainly don't hurt. They don't hurt at all. So, ladies, look, the takeaway is this. I tell this to men at Red Pill Men's Health, uh, or I'm sorry, at over at Awaken Man, sorry, that we have to look in the mirror and be accountable for the decisions we made in our life. Okay, I wreaked havoc on my body in my childhood and adolescence by binge eating. So if I end up getting cancer or atherosclerosis, it's only my fault. I can't blame the world. I can't blame McDonald's. So it's the same thing here. Look in the mirror if you're 40 and childless and want to have a child. Look in the mirror and say, look, I made poor choices. Yes, you might have the career you always wanted, but ultimately, maybe if you can be honest with yourself, you'll say, I made poor choices. I should have tried to have a child and find a man when I was younger. But now I'm going to do the best I can and either go to a sperm bank or find a, a good man to marry. And I understand that if I cannot conceive, I only have myself to blame. And I have no reason to be mad at God or be mad at society. I made poor choices. It's difficult to say these things. You see the inveterate alcoholic who gets cirrhosis at 38, mad at the world, mad at everybody. No, brother, you were drinking since you were 15. Blame yourself. We are responsible for our actions. We have to be. So for you women closing who are 40 and older and want to have a child, pray to God. I mean, there's a lot of examples in the Bible of older women I mean, if you look at the example of somebody like Elizabeth or Sarah, I mean, they were very old. And God blessed them and opened their womb, as they said. So, I mean, look, pray, take care of your body, eat well, and maybe you will have it. Maybe you will be one of those 5%, and I hope that you are. I really do. The website is Naturopathic Earth. Go check out all the articles that we have there. We have recipes, essential oil recipes, food recipes that would help you get pregnant they're all very healthy and, and toxin-free, paleo-inspired. kind of If you want to help us, there's a PayPal link found in the episode notes. Click on that and donate $5, $10 a month. Also, if you want to help us out in a more passive way, click on Naturopathic Earth. There's a link in the episode notes because I know it's hard to spell. And it takes you to the website. And on the right side, you'll see the, the thumbnail or pictures of my two books, Confessions of an Obese Child and Revelations of a Weight Loss Warrior. Click on that and I'll take you to Amazon. And then you can buy the books on paperback or Kindle on Amazon, but you can also search from there and buy whatever you want. And we get a 2% commission at no expense to you if you go through that link. 
So it really helps us out. You know, we get 50 cents here and there. Also, please post an honest review for this podcast. And check out The Awakened Man in Confessions of an Obi Shaw, my two other podcasts. I would really appreciate it and post an honest review there. Take care. God bless. Bye-bye. Visit our website at naturopathicearth.com for innumerable essential oil recipes, our Facebook page at Holistic Health News, and our Twitter and Instagram feeds at Holistic News Now. Spread the word about the benefits of aromatherapy, herbalism, and naturopathy. And remember our motto at Naturopathic Earth, let food be thine medicine, let nature be thy healer. Until next time.